Hey, welcome to today's episode of Me and the Crew. I'm your host, Sean E. Leverett. We have an incredible, inspiring guest joining us today. Get ready to be captivated by the remarkable journey of Destiny Welch, a.k.a. Red, a behavioral interventionist and multi-talented entertainer. In this interview, we dive into Red's experiences working with marginalized youth, her unwavering passion for acting and dancing, and the challenges she faces as a Midwesterner pursuing her dreams in the entertainment industry. From her training in pole, fire performance, and martial arts, to her resilience as a D1 athlete, Red's story is a testament to the power of determination and the pursuit of one's true calling. So here we go with Destiny Welch, a.k.a. Red, on Me and the Crew. Destiny, say hello to our audience, please. Hey, hey, it's Red. Um, Des Moines, Iowa, you already know I ain't going to talk about my age because that's not important. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I am a dancer, actress, model, you name it, creative um, choreographer here in Des Moines. Um, Kind of been all over the place the past couple of years. But yeah, straight out of college, just got right to it. So I'm an entertainer of all sorts. So you name it, I'll probably try it. Right, and we want to get Destiny on now before she blows up because Destiny's doing some things. <laughs> okay. And if she wasn't doing them in Iowa, she would have. She would have. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, we we know, man. But we're looking forward to big things from looking forward to big things. Grew up in Iowa. We know you went to yeah, drink, yeah, and that is how you and I connected. I'm a family member. Uh, yep. Ray, Ray, shout out to Ray. Yes, he was girl. In, he was in Los Angeles last night performing. Um, oh yeah. yeah yeah she was in los angeles performing i couldn't make it but she was in los angeles performing a family went out and still supported her so shout out mm-hmm. to ray yes, Mike. Yeah, okay yeah, yeah. let's talk about you and what you do i know you're a creative i know you're a dancer um let, let's talk about your upbringing and we're, we're just going to go down okay okay so yeah no about your upbringing background and how that has shaped your career path Okay, yeah, absolutely. So I grew up, I was raised by my grandparents. So um, <laughs> definitely old school vibes, you know, uh, in the house before the lights, went out mm-hmm. on the street. And, you know, I my grandma was real strict, so I didn't get to do too much mm-hmm. <laughs> outside of school and any extracurricular activities. But, you know, it pays off now. I, I appreciate her now for a lot of right. that. Yeah. Um, things, things are real out here, and there's a lot of friends that uh, – I mean, I'm still in contact with, but, you know, they went one way and I went another way just based on what I was exposed to. So I get why mm. she did everything she did, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, other than that, like, Grandpa raised me like a boy, me and my my, <laughs> my right. younger sister. Uh, so hard work, consistency, no excuses, you know, right. um, kind of rough. I'm a little rough. My friends might be, they might say I'm a lot rough, but you know, yeah, Tom there we boy. go. And I think now that I'm, you know, I'm of age to where um, I have a nice balance of like being in my womanhood. And then also like, boy, don't play with me. Cause I'll tackle you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can do both <laughs> when she's both. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't mind getting a little dirty either though. So Yeah. All right, so yeah, yeah just, just just for the guys out there, um, <laughs> just for the guys out there, uh, she can change your tire and punch you in the face for not there being we able go. to change, not being okay. able to change your own tire. Okay? Uh-huh. So, <laughs> change the tire, change the oil, change the brakes. I can do it. There you go. There you go. So, so just just for the men out there who aren't just looking for you know just looking for the look, she can actually do her she can okay. do stuff for you. There you go. Oh, man, mm-hmm. that's hilarious. That's hilarious. I, I know. I know. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, this is our second time reporting. The first time we, oh, yeah. we, we had the baby around. 
and she, yeah. uh, man, she she's the best. She's the oh, best. I, I didn't de- I didn't delete the episode. I just go back and play it, but I couldn't I couldn't present it because she was just oh man, she's all over the place, off the chain. And, I love it. No, though. she's not. She, she's a kid. You'd rather have her doing that than like sitting in the corner striking matches, saying the devil. <laughs> You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would definitely prefer that. Yeah, you know, it ain't hot enough in here. She's striking that. <laughs> it ain't hot enough. <laughs> I do feel like she'd be plotting, but she don't do all that. Yeah, She's smart. Awesome, and hopefully you got her to the store because she was, she was dying. Oh, yes, I did. We went right to the store the next day. And now, oh, now an update. Guess what? So now mm-hmm. she knows the difference between the big store and the like the family dollar because she'd be wanting like... Oh. I'll say, like, are you hungry? She's like, yeah, I want some apples and some oranges. Like, so she knows, like, produce <laughs> is at the big store. She's like, and then I'm like, okay, we can walk up to Family Dollar. She's like, no, I want the big store. <laughs> like, mom, it smells different in there. I want to go in that one. Okay. I, get it. I, I want the big I store. Balance, mm-hmm. Balancing motherhood. Balancing motherhood and what you do. Talk to the people about how you do that and any advice you would give those creative entertainers who are trying to do both. Ooh wee. Well, it's definitely rough. I ain't even gonna cap or lie about that one. But um you really have to constantly remind yourself about like why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, make make your child a part of your world versus feeling like your world has to stop, I guess mm-hmm. I would say. You know, I take her to the studio, like, you know, before she was born, I'd be at the studio from I'd walk in there at nine o'clock and I wouldn't leave till two AM just training, mm. just dancing, just being passionate about it. Now, you know, I might have to cut some of that time in half. Or, you know, mm-hmm. you strategize and, you know, I try to bring her during her nap times. That way, mm-hmm. at least through half the session, you know, I have to myself. And then she wakes up, I, I bring all her toys and lay out her blanket. And she can kind of kind of roam around the studio and do what she wants to do. But, you know, mm-hmm. not, not excluding her, not feeling like you have to exclude yourself from opportunities. Yeah. Finding a way to make it work. That goes back to, like, my upbringing. Like, you know, no excuses. Like, figure it out. You know, yeah, and that's big in the industry, tough. too. It is yeah. tough. Yeah, it's tough. Um, I, you know, I've been a personal trainer forever. I used to have Caleb with me, my oldest. Um, I'd had him in a bajorn, which is like the pouch you have on your front chest, and I'd be training clients with him in my front, you know, right there. So mm-hmm. yeah, but it, it's tough. You just got to find a way to incorporate your kids. I get that, and I applaud you for that. I do. Yeah, thank I you. you You're, welcome. You're welcome. And it comes with a lot of sacrifice, like um, right, right. You know, <laughs> even even this program that I'm trying to audition for, like if I do make it, like. I've been preparing no, no, for this wait, moment. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. Did, did you use the word if? Oh, you right. Man, oh, that, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, you know that that's like nails on a chalkboard to me, man. Okay. If, okay. Hope, you if, you I right. Hope, like man, get away from me with that. Tell me. <laughs> you better tell me. Okay. Well, rewind. Okay. When 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 so, when this happens. So when I make this program, you know what I'm saying. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I've been preparing for this moment, but. The dates um, overlap, and I will I would miss her birthday, oh, so um geez. yeah. Ooh, and the last gig I was in, I missed my own birthday. And you know, everybody yeah. who doesn't do what I do, you mm-hmm. know, they kind of look at me and scratch their head, like, really, you're gonna, do, you know? I hear the whispers. I, I understand all that, mm-hmm. but you know, to do this, to do what I want, like that's what I'm talking about, like the sacrifices yeah. that are required. And you know, yeah. um, that's gonna hurt. I'm, I'm emotional thinking and talking about it now, but. Yeah. I know with her and my, my child's father, like, we're going to figure it out. We're going to make mm-hmm. that work. Right. And um, she'll love me for it. I, you know, I, I want to believe in hindsight in the future. Mm-hmm. She'll, she'll would want me to go to something like this. It'll, it'll be her fir- fourth birthday. Mm-hmm. And um, that's going to be a lot. But when I do make this program, I feel like, you know, 
it'll all pay off. And that's what I mean by sacrificing motherhood and balancing all of this. So, yeah. yeah t- t- take it from somebody who's been there. It's best. Mm-hmm. You get, four, she's four years old. She won't remember. You ask her what she right, did that's what I yeah, She won't. <laughs> trust me. She won't. Now, when she's 13. Right. You know, and she's turning 18 mm-hmm. and you're not there. That's different. But yes. Like, you know, her third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. She don't know. She don't know. <laughs> she she's, don't not, know. She, she's not. You know, not nothing against. Her. I'm not telling people to ignore their kids. That's just let's get that out there. That's not. Oh yeah, I'm absolutely working. not. No, I'm, no, I'm I ain't going. Fight back from that. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but um, I, I left for New York. I left for New mm-hmm. York when Noah, when my youngest was three, mm-hmm. three or four, and it was a business opportunity. No, mm-hmm. I don't remember. He don't remember none of that. Mm-hmm. He, he don't. You you can ask him about it. He'd be like, he just he just throw his shoulders up. Don't remember. So, mm-hmm. yeah, get, get, it, <laughs> get it get it out the way now. Yes. When is this happening? When is it happening? Um, I would leave out. Actually, I, I'm about to submit. As soon as I'm off the phone with you, I'm submitting my uh my online submission, and then that's round one. Round two is an audition out in L.A. And if okay. we make that, then we um the program starts June thirtieth. No, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, twenty sixth. And mm-hmm. it goes all the way to July 29th or 30th. So I'm there for a whole month. And then after that, it's this kind of it's the kind of program where I, I got to be ready to book after that. Mm-hmm. Be a lot of opportunities after that. So um, right. okay, that's so the I'm, goal. Okay, because I'm already believing that for you and I'm already putting it already into the into the universe. Yeah. Hit me up. Hit me up when you get to L.A. Thank you. I will do that. <laughs> yeah. Hit, I'm serious with that, man. Yeah. We got to start claiming some stuff. Stop, you stop right. That. Yeah, I, I don't believe in crossing fingers and hope. I I don't. I, I believe in work. Like you put Absolutely. in the work, you put in the work. The rewards will be there. Nothing you can do about that. The universe rewards that. So Thank when you, you get to LA, you look me up. I don't want to hear about that anymore. I got you. <laughs> yes, sir. I love it. Yeah, we're gonna send some people over to your IG because you be out there dancing, man. It's like you take a Red Bull before you like <laughs> before you shoot your content. I'd be like, oh, like, I'm like, man, look at she just fidgeting. She's gonna catch on fire. Like her legs are running out. She's gonna catch. It was crazy. Burst in the flame. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. Boy, what's crazy is like by the time I post that one, I've probably done it a million times. So whatever energy you see in that video is probably like my last take. Like no I only got this one way. more time. <laughs> like, Seriously, ooh, I probably no. was out there. For, oh yeah, like <laughs> yesterday I filmed and I'm posting it today. But I was out there for at least what two hours. Just because yeah. I'm a perfectionist, man. Like I can't. Like I can. I can go harder. I can do it again. Yeah, oh, that yeah. wasn't enough energy. Oh, I wasn't clean enough. Like you know. Yeah. I, but at some point, I'm also learning the balance of like you know it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what I'm working for will show. And right. sometimes you just gotta send it on out, and it is what it is. So, I yeah. I I've, I mastered that with like acting a little bit, not so much dancing. I'm really mm-hmm. hard on myself when it comes to dancing, but you know, acting I give myself a time limit. You know, I do all the preparatory work for the character, and then I give mm-hmm. myself 15 minutes to knock this audition out. And after that, I'm submitting whatever I got. <laughs> yeah, I get it, man. I get it. <laughs> we know. I mean, talk about that work ethic. We both know you are a, a, a D1 athlete. Shout out to yeah. Drake University. Yeah, yeah. You're a D1 athlete. You ran track. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk about how that prepared you for what you're doing now. Ooh, we well, uh, let's start out with like mentally, it was it was a great transfer. Um, it transferred over well. You know, dance is also a sport, so mm-hmm. um, hmm, I, I, 
I feel weird saying this, but I'm just going to be honest. Like, you know, when it comes to dance now, like there's not a whole lot that phases me. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is like, I hurt just like the next dancer, you know, struggle with choreography, you know, here and there, just like anybody else. But the thing mm-hmm. that you notice about me is I'm not going to talk about it. Right. You know, when I'm in class, uh, you know, something might, the, the instructor might say something or, or do something that looks a little tricky, you know, the whole room, right. the energy shift, like, oh, whoa, whoa, what? You know, right. don't look at me if you're next to me to confirm how difficult mm-hmm. this is. Mm-hmm. Straightforward and trying to figure it out. Like, I don't waste any time. I don't stay there mentally you know I don't dwell in like the negativity of like trying to figure something out if something's difficult so that directly comes from track and like Mm -hmm. you don't have time you know if you're over that third hurdle and you make a mistake well you don't have time to think about the third hurdle anymore you're on to the fourth and the fifth one you know (laughs) speak man um, that's right speak you know absolutely like you know I know you're hurting but you gotta get back on the line and run the run the 300 again so um that that transfers directly over um you know I think I think that's that's what helps me even when it comes to auditions. Like, you know, um, I know I'm good. Mm-hmm. I just might not be, I just might not be for you. I might not be for that job. That's you know, right. But That's I'm right. really big on like uh, not chasing anything anymore. And like, like you talked about like manifesting and letting things come to me, mm-hmm. always keeping the work ethic and understanding that um, I'm going to get back whatever I put in 10 times that's over. Right. But um, yeah, that, that's, that's where I'm at. Very true. Very, very true. And another tidbit for you parents out there who do not want to put your children into athletics. Mm-hmm. One of the benefits of athletics is oh, yeah. comp- competition. Oh, yeah. Competition. Competition is a healthy thing if done the right way. Absolutely. I'm talking about ones where the, the parents are out there beating up the coaches and that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm not. But to teach your kids like what their limitations are. Teaching mm-hmm. your kids what they have to push themselves, putting them in individual situations or, comp- or team situations where they rely on each other, where they have to work as a team or individual situations where they have to learn to push themselves in order just to finish. Yeah, it's absolutely. Not, it's not so much winning and losing. It's not. Because, number one, you never learn anything from winning. You do not. You only mm-hmm. learn when you lose. You mm-hmm. never learn anything from winning. Winning... You get the accolades from it. You may get the trophies, the applause. You know, that is an endorsement thing where you feel good about it, but it Mm -hmm. doesn't teach you anything. Losing Mm -hmm. teaches you focus. Losing teaches you preparation. Absolutely. Going back to the drawing board and planning, what do I need to do? Losing gives you that feeling that you do not want again, so I'm going to work harder. Absolutely. And I'm rambling a little bit, but I give this speech all No, you're time. okay. Yeah, yeah. So we right. all the time, man. And we know that you are, you you dwell, I say, you, you go about doing a few things. We're talking like uh, fire, fire dance. What is it? Fire yeah, performance? fire performance. Yes. Fire I just got some new prongs the other day. Yeah. And once again, for the fellas, she does pole. <laughs> I cannot hey, do with you. Hey, fellas, <laughs> fellas. Because the women are going to like, oh, she does pole, you let me try it. But the men would be like, oh, let me see if she can do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, saying. yeah, I get that all the time. And I'm, I'm like, sure. you know, I, I do this for a sport. Right. I fall, I, I've fallen in love with it now, but I literally did it for the physicality of it because right. I needed something outside of track once I graduated. Like, uh-uh, I'm, you couldn't, you couldn't, <laughs> actually you could, you know, I do go over my hurdles every now and then just to see if I still got it. But, oh, wow. you know, you couldn't pay me to get back. Put them spikes on and do do what in what amount of time? Nah, 
<laughs> but yes, I do do pole. Yes. Self taught, but yeah, I'm working on that. Arts. Yeah, she does. She does a lot of stuff, man. Talk talk about how that in any event, if if it um has helped you in what you do now in your career, as far as I know, training, as far as flexibility, I know as far as uh, being prepared because you you know you've done some things commercially also, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Talk talk about those things. Okay, so yes, I do fire performance, pole, a little bit of martial arts. And to be honest, at first, like I said, I was starting off very tactical and being strategic. Like, you know, as far as the industry, I want a lot of things on my resume. That way, if, you know, I'm, I'm booked for one thing and they say, oh, we need somebody else for this or, you know, just connecting and networking. Oh, well, I do this, this and that, too, just for a more resume builder, right. just to be more um, marketable, um, right. to be able to keep work. But then, obviously, I fell in love with all those things. But um I would say pole has helped me with the physicality and like the flexibility. And that translates right over into martial arts and into um, fire performance, because you really got to have upper body strength for a lot of that and agility mm. and, and knowing my body well. And because I actually, it started with track, but mm-hmm. because I know my body so well with dance and um, track and have that familiarity with all that, it's mm-hmm. transferred over in all, all of those things. So um, it's actually really hard to try to keep them all into my schedule. I can't tell you the last time I've actually touched my pole, but mm-hmm. I've been picking up my fire fans lately. And it also gives you a break. You know, I feel like with in, being in entertainment and um, really being focused on dance and acting right now, mm-hmm. it's nice to step away from those things because mental health is so important. So sometimes I try those other outlets to um, take a break from all the ex- high expectations that I have for myself in my other areas, if that right. makes sense. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's how I kind of use those different things, whether it's being strategic or it's an emotional release or <laughs> just to love life and just to do things, you know, cause I'm not necessarily, mm, I do pole and I do all those things, but I wouldn't say I'm necessarily the best at it because a lot of those things ah, I'm yeah, taught. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, no, I mean, listen, listen, let me finish so you understand what I mean. Cause I'm self-taught. So I also have a high respect for everything I'm training in. And although I do my research and I understand foundations for the martial arts and the bow staff and fire performance, I haven't truly been able to invest myself into those things to like get an instructor or to get a coach. So that's what I meant by like, I know I have room for improvement. Let me put it that way. Does that help? Okay. My bad. My bad. I can't can't stand it, man. (laughs) I'm sorry. Only only because I know you, I can call you on it. Because I'll hear. Yes, you can. I'll hear from other people. I'll be like, okay. Okay. And I just keep it moving. (laughs) You right. But the people I I know, I'll be like, what the? And let's see how this is my show. I'm like, what the fuck? Stop (laughs) that. Stop. Okay. I just don't think. No, stop, man. Come on, man. Okay, you're not where you want to be. I get that, but I don't want to hear yeah. about it. I'm not the best. Who who are you comparing yourself to? You right. What you're I in competition, see. and you know the hell you know this. You're in competition yeah. with yourself. Absolutely. You're in competition with yourself. So with that, no, you're good. And sorry, fella, she's not doing the poll as much as she used to. Um, <laughs> oh, I still got it. Like yeah. you know, the strength is there. I'm. I'm. A, I realize if I had to be a stripper, <laughs> I would be like. I would be like. The- <laughs> <laughs> if I was a stripper, I'd be one of like those wild ones that'd be at the top, like shaking their hair and stuff. I, I realize I'm very, but I think that comes from like track. Like I just have a very aggressive like yeah. nature about myself that comes right, out with that. Right, yeah, right. that'd be so fun. Uh, be careful, bro. <laughs> You're about to get some of these people who actually have a stripper pole in their house, like <laughs> DMing you and that kind of thing, just to kind of show. Oh, I love them. I couldn't do it, but I, I admire them. They're oh, be dope. Careful, man. So talk about talk. <laughs> Talk about talk about some of the commercial stuff that you've done. Yeah, Pre- yeah. Prepar- preparation for it. Yes. Was were there nerves getting into it? 
Talk about that. Oh, yeah. So um, I've gotten most of my commercials have been through um, an agency. And so I guess I had to do some online submissions for that, which is also difficult because I do really well under pressure and I'd rather be in person than online. But that's another conversation. So uh-huh. that there there were nerves in that because um, usually I can pick up on energy in a room and you can't do that online. Um, so when I submitted all my commercial, I've done like a couple of high V commercials, a lot of local Iowa stuff, mm-hmm. um, Fairway. Um, oh crap! Some a couple bank bank commercials love me for some reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Universal look. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, and just, just being honest, come on now. Oh, yeah, no, I, no, I actually just said that I love that about myself, yeah. and that's why I wear so many wigs. And everybody's like, Oh, you, you can pull off like any look. Yeah. I, I literally said it's because I have like a, a look that can kind of be in anything, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and I love gonna, that when it, it helps in acting. So, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, gonna put that out there if y'all don't know. Now, it, <laughs> just, just being real, we have come a long way in showing our natural hair on on television as far as a universal oh, yeah. appeal because mm-hmm. that was frowned against. Mm-hmm. It started off where we had to have straight hair. Yep. And it, then it went to curly and now you'll see some commercials where stuff will be what, what, what they'll just look you know like they are. Yeah, um, locks, and, and, you know, mm-hmm. twist yep. outs, exactly. afros, curly exactly. bros. Yeah, exactly. it's all out there now. Yeah, and we, we've come a long way with that. And I applaud the industry a little <laughs> bit for at least coming up, um, at least coming up on that. So that's mm-hmm. what you, you, you know, you're lighter, you're a lighter complexion black woman. You know, mm-hmm. you have a you have a universal look. So, and th- that's great. So if it opens doors and gets your foot in the door, that's yeah, great. that doesn't diminish your talent. Right. But if it opens that door, great. So just just a little tidbit for those, man. Happy. Yeah. Thank and I know you. you talked about your mental health. You are a what are you? An intervention? A behavior? Behavior? Yeah. Inter- Behav- Try saying it five times. You're good. I do it. <laughs> behavior interventionist. Yeah, okay. behavioral interventionist. Talk talk about that, and I mean, because I know I wanted to do another show with you about oh, that. Yeah. Talk about what that is and the people you help. Yeah, so I work for um, Heartland AEA here in Des Moines, Iowa, and we provide the educational services for the correction facility and um, the youth shelters here locally. So I work a total of three locations that I travel around throughout the week. And um, so I'm not a teacher. I mean, I I can associate teacher. I can like sub, but um, for the most part, I'm working directly with the kids and pulling them and doing some one-on-one stuff and um, some like tier two, um, Mm -hmm. like supports for each kid so there's a regular instruction for the whole classroom but you know you always got those kids that don't really (laughs) do well with all the kids so a lot of people like so you're like the bd teacher or like that kid (laughs) (laughs) that teacher that be having all those kids in the little room i'm like no that's not what i do (laughs) but um to compare i guess that's the biggest comparison um to make to give you an understanding of what it is that i do Mm -hmm. so yeah um I, for the most part, I am at the correctional facility. Like right. they're they're in here for all different types of things, and this is summertime coming up, so you know <laughs> no, it's yeah. really about to get thick in here, yeah. unfortunately. But yeah, it can it's really rough. But um, at at sometimes sometimes it's cool, but you know, yeah, and just you know, yeah, just just being honest for those you know some most know because you know my life's an open book and I wear what I am on my sleeve. I was mm-hmm. a knucklehead. I was a knucklehead kid. And I mean, I was I was smart enough to stay in regular classes, but oh, okay. I was Progress. smart enough to stay again without a problem with that. But when I but I was that kid who hung out with the kids that you're dealing with. 
Uh-huh. So oh, that, I see. Uh-huh. Man, nobody wanted to come. You know, I didn't I didn't get it. I was like, why don't any of the good girls want to come hang out with me? And then, you know, it's the crowd that, that I'm hanging out with. Uh-huh. Get it? Because they'd see me in class, but after class, I'm hanging out with the kids, uh, the less desirables. Yeah. You know, the kids who <laughs> yeah. may have behavior or emotional issues. Those mm-hmm. were the kids I was drawn to because those were the kids that were the realest. Yeah. Well, you know, you know. And, and they could relate to the neighborhood that I grew up in. So, man, but, you know, I, I applaud you for that. And I, we touched on that before. I want to get at you and I want to do a show based just on that. Yeah, based absolutely. Based on what you do. Um, How much time you got when we do no. that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's off the chain, but I love him, boy. I love but, him. That, man, but the thing is, man, everything is taught. You know that? You know absolutely. that, Absolutely. And, and with that, as long as you're here, there's opportunity for, like, growth. There's opportunity for change. There's opportunity, you know, for different. Um, I used to deal, just real quick, real quick story. I used to deal with um, latchkey kids. I had a nonprofit that dealt with latchkey kids, different from the profit that we had now. And these are kids that if they weren't dealing with us, they'd Mm -hmm. be dealing, they'd be banging, they'd Mm -hmm. be prostituting, they'd be doing something because nobody was at home raising. Mm -hmm. They were out in the street all the time, man. And, you know, some of the stories that you hear, it's just like you get you know, there, yeah. was, there was no judging based on the environment they were brought up in, based on the resources they were given. You just like, man, I get it. You know, and it's some of it would make you. I, I could give examples that that would just tear you down. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I can I, imagine. We, we, we'll save that for the show that we do. Okay. We'll save that for the for the show that we do, man. Well, yeah, talk yeah. talk about the influence of that on your life. If if it plays a part in what you do and your motivation, how, how you view how you view things, how you view children. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, it keeps me humble um, doing my nine to five here. And then as soon as I clock out going and chasing a dream, you know, uh, life could be very different. You know, uh, my yeah. first year here, actually, uh, what I mean by it keeps me humble is like I was in, in a shelter working with a girl. And I mean, all the way down to her initials being DW, like her mm. life was almost identical to mine and you know the only thing that made her life go the way it did versus mine is like my grandma said yes and her grandma said no Mm. and that that was my first year that was one of the first kids I worked with and that that let me know that I needed to be here and and learn whatever lessons I need to learn in this job Mm. you know just the the idea of opportunity and having access and having uh you know a tribe having a camp to take care of you you Mm. know um that that was life-changing for me and uh, I still think about that student so um like that's what I mean by like it keeps me humble and uh, right. appreciative of the opportunities that I've received because it could be much different for me. Um, mm-hmm. It also because I'm such an empath, I feel like it translates well into being an entertainer. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've heard a lot of stories here with kids, and it's it's a nice way. It's also very stressful because you know because I'm an empath, I've I've had to learn to like turn things off and on, even though I don't like doing that because right. you know you can end up walking out of here with their stories and all their baggage on you as well. So dancers become also released to tell their stories if I need to, or I can channel different emotions when it comes to acting because of so many stories I've heard. So it's yeah. definitely, um, when, even when it comes to just my major and understanding people, being a psychology major, I feel like people is, is entertainment. That's, mm-hmm. Those are the people who are entertainers or the people who are uh, directing or making those calls from the director to the actor on stage or the dancer on stage. Like, um, it all translates very well with what I do and what I've majored in in the entertainment industry. Absolutely. Wow, that, that's dope, man. But yeah, that, yeah, but that's that's what I mean. I, I want to do another show where those yeah. stories are told, with not in detail, not giving no, not in names and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, but but mm-hmm. just to help some people. And the yeah, of what we do is to connect. 
Absolutely. What we do is to connect. What's next for you? What's next? Well, I'm a part of two feature films here in Iowa right now. Um, One's like a really minor role, but I get to show a different side that I have for my reel. I'm really trying to be strategic about the the, um, roles I choose right now. Mm. The other one I feel like I can talk about, I've already signed an NDA, but they, they have it out publicly. So it's called Hard to Kill. And I'm really, <laughs> I didn't, we didn't have this going on last time we talked, but I'm really excited for this one because um, I'm not a main character, but the parts I do play are very pivotal. And again, uh-huh. I'm really just thinking about my acting reel right now. Right. And like I said, it's a lot of commercially stuff, like all the cheesy and like, you know, your everyday girl. But this one I get to, I guess I, maybe I can't say all that because I've signed <laughs> this thing, but I, I get to do a lot. I get to do a lot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Where, 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 where can we find it? Where can I find it? Where can... Um, I don't, I, well, I do know at first I won't have access to it because they're going to put it in a lot of like festivals and like competitions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But after that, I'll, they'll actually give it to me myself and I would love to, I'll probably post it. You know, I will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, I will get back to you on that. I can definitely send you over that information once I know. I'm not, yeah. this is my mm-hmm. second feature film, so I'm not really sure how this goes. But I have a couple other things that are supposed to be on like Amazon and Netflix. I was on them, um, mm-hmm. season two, that's supposed to be coming out at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I did some, I guess, dancer background work on that one in Atlanta. That was really dope. I'm waiting for that. And then there was another one that came out. Um, it's supposed to be called 40. Honey, I've been waiting on that for years. Like, I think it happened during COVID. So right. they put up, you know, after COVID happened, everything was on, on pause. So right. um, I got some feature. Um, I was an extra, but I was a featured extra. So, you know, I get my moments on there. I'm crying and everything. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't okay. wait. So I'm really excited for a lot of things to um, come out. Um, and those are the two things I have going on right now. Okay. Um, yeah. Look at, you. Look at you. Yeah, you keep me posted on that, man. I don't want to have to like hunt you oh, down. Yeah. Uh, because, oh no, I got we, you. Yeah, the way and just for the audience now. Right now, I have her personal cell phone number. Okay. <laughs> right now, okay, I have her number. I can contact her. You know, whatever. She'll eventually get back to me. Don't blow up. Then all of a sudden, you know, I have to hear from your assistant. Oh this, no, this is Tanya. Tanya, you know, not, not available right now, but she can stencil you in on the twenty first of next month. So, I don't know. I ain't never acting brand new. I remember where I come from. Yeah, ain't got word. I, I will call you on it in a minute. Ain't got no problem with it. Do it. That's yeah, okay. That we do that as a family. Keep me grounded. Right? Keep me grounded. Yeah. Absolutely. I you love know, it. Yeah, I, I know, man. I know we're short on time. Give the people um, your IG. Give them your social media. Tell them what you want them to know about you where they can find you, how they can support you. Yes, Instagram is destiny um, underscore Latrice, D-E-S-T-A-N-I underscore L-A-T-R-E-S-E. Um, mm, yeah, just Instagram because really I'd be on Facebook. That'd be all, all my personal stuff. But anyway, <laughs> if you find me, you find me. I don't know if I'll follow you back, but it is what it is, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm actually working on a website. It will be titled The Same Thing. So hopefully I can have all my little goodies and things coming up and ways to support me um, mm-hmm. through there as well. Um, anything people want to know about me? Um, you know, nothing just, if you have your own goals and dreams and aspirations, I, I advise going after them. No mm-hmm. excuses. You know, my, my future self is one of my main motivators and like thinking of myself 30 years from now, mm. what, do I go left or do I go right based on this decision? Do I tolerate this or do mm-hmm. I demand respect here? Like all the moves I'm making right now, I think about who I am in the future and I just really live in like a no regret type of attitude. So I would encourage anybody who's second guessing things or people tell them they can't do something or you feel like you can't because of an age or you feel like because of your education or whatever they're, they're you know 
what you make of it is what it is, you know. Right. So any excuses you come up with, okay, guess what? What they are now, they're excuses, and that's what's going to keep you from doing whatever it is that you want to do. You got to kind of take my biggest uh, – that reminds me of like that picture of like that horse, you know, that is tied to the chair. Right. And, you know, it could have it could have been gone. You know right. what I'm saying? But but what you tell yourself and what it is, I think, yeah, that's the tattoo on my back. You know, um, what the mind attends to, it considers what it doesn't mm-hmm. attend to. It dismisses. If it attends continually, it then believes. And so it eventually does. So I'm really big on the mentality. Go yeah. after it. That's what I'm about. I hope to reach out and connect with people. If you're a director, producer, uh, choreographer, another dancer, a mom, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm for all of it. I'm for connecting. So hit me up. Man, I'm proud of you. Mean that, mean that. And saying without Ray, you you and I probably wouldn't have connected. I know, right? That's the beauty of networking and and being real and being honest and open. Absolutely. That's it, man. I'm I'm looking forward to what comes next from you. I know you got to get out of here. I know you got to get Say hello to the baby for me. What you eating? Yes. Uh, I'm eating some of her popsicle because, you know, I got to try it before she tries just to make sure that it's safe for her. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, thank you, real shit. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Yes, Yes, you too. Have a good night. Bye bye. -bye. You've been listening to me and the crew with your host, Shawnee Leverett. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. Before we wrap up, though, I have a special request for you. I value your feedback and would love to hear your thoughts about the show. If you have a moment, can I ask you to go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for me and the crew? Your reviews not only provide me with valuable insight, but they also help me reach a wider audience. It would make a tremendous difference in helping me grow and continue delivering valuable content to you and others. Again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys for listening.